Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 55. The podcast that looks at tech under the hood. I'm your host, Owen. And I'm your co-host, John. Let's do this thing. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. It's dingy and cloudy and stuff here, but I'm glad I had a summer in San Francisco. So how's the weather there? Same, same deal. Yeah, it's almost winter. It's making me a bit sad. Well, thankfully, we just moved into daylight savings today, so that's good. Hence why we messed up what time it was recording. Sorry, we being me. (laughs) You messed up what time we were recording. Computers are hard. I was up at seven o'clock on a Sunday morning ready to go. I also even like accidentally invited people to the wrong calendar times tomorrow. Like, it's just terrible. I hate daylight savings. Hot mess. A hot mess. I think we should get straight into it, John. It's been so long. All right. Did you see that Donald Trump got deleted from Twitter for like 11 whole minutes? It was glorious. Deleted or suspended? Deleted. Like you could have registered the account? So the way that it works on Twitter is if you're suspended, it tells you. But he 404'd for a good 11 minutes. Like it was Oh, he 404'd. Yeah, it was, oh, this account doesn't exist. Not this account has been suspended. It was amazing. Yeah, so could you have registered it? No. So, what I understand is... Okay, let me tell you what happened, and then I'll tell you why I think it can't be registered during that time. So, basically, like, Twitter was scrambling. Everybody's like, oh my god, it's finally gone. (laughs) Uh, Twitter's done some action, and then Twitter's government account was tweeting, saying, oh, we identified that it was a human error thing. Uh, We're investigating how it happened. And then you you can kind of expect twitter which is a mess of a company to accidentally suspend this president i wouldn't put it past them uh but a couple of hours later they tweeted that an employee did it on their last day as they were leaving the building which is glorious oh get out of here not even kidding get out of here yeah they did it on their last day now the reason that i'm just trying to decide how much i can say but the reason that you couldn't register it is twitter has a different kind of like shadow ban if you're an admin you can like delete an account while it's still existing if it makes sense like it's gone for it's unpublished from the website but it's still there see that they didn't lose anything i understand it is uh removed from view it is shadow ban the the visibility button is is click on invisible now the interesting thing with this is a how can you suspend the president if you're a customer service employee and B, why does it not take like a, you know, with the nuclear launch codes, you kind of have to flip the glass, turn two keys and type shit in. Like, how could, how does Twitter not have that for verified accounts or prominent accounts is like one thing. And two, how many people do you think at Twitter have an admin, a super admin account like this? Uh, lots. Well, I would imagine it's just a part. I would imagine like, I don't think systems are typically built for use cases that are this edge i mean they probably should be but like if i think of every system that i've used every in a company thing. at scale the back-end systems yeah all of them there's if no you could like, log special in. c yeah if you could log in you could do stuff yeah it's like oh if you have at twitter.com and your email address you probably have like global admin privileges and that's i think bad like, think of it this way like I mean, it doesn't matter, but it's also kind of this funny side effect of tech companies, right? Like, Twitter probably never expected to grow this big. And as they did, they just never fixed it. I mean, there was that famous one about Uber a long time ago where 
anybody in the company could look at who was taking Uber rides where. You know, I think there was, I don't remember exactly who it was, but there was that drama with the journalists where some PR guy stalked a journalist who was on the way to an event and texted them saying, I see you haven't left yet. You know, like, you're you're dumb. Also, no surprise there in a way. Tech companies don't build those controls until later. I do the exact same thing with my company that we did at Dio, which is your credentials are moved in your removed in your exit interview, which happens. Yeah. You can't mess around once you quit. <laughs> yeah. But also, Twitter is too big to have these kind of privileges across a company of that size. Like, it's too much of an influence. Like, if you think, okay, Twitter can suspend an account like Donald Trump. Hey, man, like, look, there's a lot of people saying that Twitter should delete his account for abuse, whatever, but, like, that would be political suicide. Then there's the other side of this, which is, what if 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 those people can suspend his account? I am 99% sure anybody at Twitter can also see inside his account. You know, like, this is, there's this weird side of that where tech companies tend to build those controls later <laughs> when they get in trouble. I don't know. Can Twitter look in DMs? I guess they may I can. have almost no doubt in my mind. Really? Almost no doubt in my mind. I have heard through friends. I haven't got multiple sources on it, but I've heard that Twitter employees can use a special mode that lets you see the world of Twitter through that account. So I would assume, you know, if it's you like work this- at, If you work yeah, at Twitter you work PR at Twitter. or communications and you're listening to this and you want to clarify, well- we're Please tell us. I, you, yeah, but tell us. Yeah, no, but I've I've heard it more than once, for indirectly and from at least one person. Who has I mean, in theory, the in theory, like it makes the trust sense. And safety team or whatever. If there's like harassment in DMs, they'll have to go look at them. Yes, the 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 powers are there. It's just how many people have them. A few, right. a fair few, I would imagine. Oh, too. Ma- I would say too many. This is one of those classic things. With but the other thing is. Why you would you put that on your roadmap? <laughs> you can be an SRE at a tech company or work in DevOps and just right. like, if you really care, just drop the database. Well, that's what I was like. My reaction to this was maybe if you could like just reboot Twitter all over again, well, don't it would drop be better. It. <laughs> like, let's start from scratch. But it's it was just an interesting thing. Um, there's a lot of swirl right now that the engineer in question, who there's a lot of rumors that he was... He or she was a contractor, but I don't think they were. And a lot of people are talking about the CFAA, this computer hacking law that the US has, that the Trump administration may now go after that person. So I suspect they're lawyer- lawyering up. I mean, honestly, yes. that's a really that's a really shitty thing to do. I mean, exactly. I, don't I also wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> no, no, I think it's really shitty of that person to do what they did on the way out the door. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, absolutely. And especially this week. Of all that's weeks. Not, that's not chill. No, I mean, yeah, make I your point. I ain't but got, I ain't, no, I don't have any, I have almost no respect for that type of air quotes protest. I don't think that's. No, I mean, and that's it. It's, it was almost just one of those like justice take, brags, you know, you know it's, it's like t- revenge Take porn. a knee during the national anthem and the only person who you're hurting is you. Sure. Uh, but, but, but this hurts Twitter. But it hurts. It's just everyone who works there, stock price. It's not, it's not a chill thing to do. It's very selfish. I did enjoy those 11 minutes. I will say it is, I'm not saying it's not hilarious, but it's also not 
cool but this is classic tech 101 it's like you have this roadmap for building features and you don't build in there was this report from buzzfeed just yesterday that said well twitter had uh, considered doing the nuclear launch codes type you know well if you're going to delete a high profile account or do something to it you have to ask somebody else to check what you're doing right but they took it off the roadmap because they wanted to build features instead so it's like okay <laughs> you know uh they did it to themselves in a way Anyway, I just thought it was an interesting topic. If this guy or girl gets sued, I mean, it'll be a crazy lawsuit. I hope they do, to be honest. (sighs) I don't think that this should be a good precedent to be able to set. I don't think you should be allowed to get away with that. Well, it's just, um, it's abuse of your employer's systems. Like, at the end of the day, it was malicious. Yeah, 100% was malicious, isn't it, at the end of the day? You can disagree with the Trump administration all that you want, but, like, you shouldn't use a position of privilege to undermine that in a way i don't know it's yeah it's a hairy one but that wasn't even directly using your position of privilege to protest that was like using your position of privilege to show a protest on behalf of your company it's like it's faceless so it's not fair exactly exactly it's imposing your protest on somebody else it's it's just bizarre can we talk about icos though because oh oh my god God. owen also, uh, I want to stock. What's the stock? What's the price of Bitcoin, Bitcoin? Right now? Like, kill me. I, mean, I don't. Look, I don't I'll check. I, I like. I'm miserable. Oh my god! It makes me sick. Don't worry. It will. It will go down. Right. It will. What I do swear. you think? What do you? How much do you think it is? Seven thousand what? Uh, seven thousand eight hundred by now. I think it's going to hit ten k within like the next couple of months. So, what do you think about ICOs or Bitcoin? Whole <laughs> shebang. Well. Did you see the SEC ruled this week that if you're a celebrity and you endorse an ICO, you may be found for fraud if the ICO does end up being an uh, uh, unsecured security? Well, they didn't. They didn't make a. They didn't make a rule. No, it just it was a warning that they're now actively investigating people who endorse such things. Like you could be implicated if this turns out to be something fraudulent. No, they so, warned against endorsements without proper disclosure. Yes. But if you endorse something that could be fraudulent, that's like it basically the, the text of it implies, you know, like they don't say anything specific, but they're like, if you endorse this and it's fraud, we will hold you responsible, which is I mean, it's like the biggest stand the SEC has taken on this. I think like China was just like, no ICOs, like get rid of them all. Well, no, this is this is like you're never allowed to endorse a security without sufficient expertise yes. in ensuring the appropriateness yes. in the, of the compliance of federal laws. You're just, you know, you're not allowed exactly. to use your position of power to. It's the same as it's almost the same as like you can't sell something to an unaccredited investor either. Like you, you can't Precisely. because they're not savvy in theory. Right. But I've said it before, it's it's also it's the rule to keep people out, but it's also the rule that keeps people out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's just interesting times right now. I mean, like with Bitcoin being so there's some interesting chat in the Slack this week I actually tend to agree with. First of all, like all of us complaining about how miserable we are, uh <laughs> being me and John, while everybody else in the Slack is like busy getting rich. But there was an interesting talk about the I think that was right i think peter was saying it or andy they were saying uh the the death of bitcoin will probably come from the constant forks like i think it will fragment into a million pieces i do agree with the sentiment that it 
is so unstable as a result it's hard to know what's going on constantly. so it, i've sort of come to i've come to accept that there is no, it's not like some people are trying to make a new stock market or like some people it's like there is a new thing being formed at this point i don't like it is a thing I like to me though it really is very very similar to the internet in like the first dot-com boom right like pets.com right i went and read i go (laughs) like it's just a bunch of nerds and like but it's interesting now because it's like oh god this is so arrogant to say but like it's like tier three nerds have gotten into it like best buy nerds so like you know it's like you go on the have you ever got on the i I went on bitcoin talk the other day just to look at it and you can actually it's like there's like 70 page forum posts on like what icos and like asking questions about the ico and like them it's basically like them doing diligence on the ico in the forum it's quite interesting and yeah for sure I, so i found like well so then so i got so like weirded out by the fact that bitcoin is getting so uh expensive that I it's finally so spent like I've just put no effort into like trying to learn the what the hell's going on. Like I don't have any crypto. I've also given up in a way. I also don't have any. I prefer to spend my money on stock though. But this is the the conversation we've had. Do you know? Have I told you about this guy I know who made millions in ICOs? <laughs> well, like that's like saying, Do you know this guy that I know that made millions of dollars selling tulips? Yeah. But he made $12 million in a week. Yeah, but someone so, made $12 million like selling tulips too. Out. Like, someone sold the no, Brooklyn... But, but get this, get this, get this, get this. It's beautiful. He's 17, so he couldn't get the money out without his parents' approval. But, like, <laughs> how, how did he make this money? Like, what does making this money mean? Pump and dump, baby. But that's Ill- that's illegal. Like, that's shitty. Exactly. Well, that guy, you know, should go to jail. Exactly. He literally stole and I'm like, $12 million. Exactly. And, but this is the thing is they're like, oh, well, it's, you know, the global market and whatever. I'm like, it's, you know, it's scamming people. It's scamming people. It's literally, it should be, uh, the SEC really needs to apply the accredited investor rule to this right now or something because, like, well, it just needs to have any sort of guidance. It makes me anxious. Like, it's like, uh, what's, did you see the kick? ICO is this crazy thing. They raised $200 million for Kick. I am not a person who believes that, like, ignorance is an excuse to rob people. Like, I'm just not one of those people. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that'll be like, oh, well, they should have done the research. They deserve to get scammed. No, sorry. Like, we have to hold society to a better standard than that. So get out of here. It pisses me off. We can't. it's, It's that classic thing of, like, because it's complicated people think it should be okay you know like yeah people who are less onto it are like well i should get on this ico thing i'm gonna buy some stuff they don't know any better that's just like i mean there's a reason that this whole world is muddy and weird i well one of the what i was blabbering on about before when i did this research was i went to the bitcoin exchange thing and i kind of just expected there to be like 15 or so coins on there but there's like loads of them. And so I'm like, okay, I don't understand. And then I realized all the coins were the ICOs. So then I like 
kind of click together, which I was like, duh, like the ICOs have to go and exchange somewhere, I guess. When they so like, I was like, okay, I right. guess that's the equate that to an, to a market. Fine. So I'm like, okay, I gotta sure. go figure out. Okay, like if this was a stock, what does this mean? So then I like Googled just like the most ridiculous three letter ticker symbol that I could find on the thing that was trading at like two dollars a coin or whatever. And I found their website, clicked through their website. So it's like a team in China. They're all, they all are doctors, someone, 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 someone. And they are making a, basically like a, a cryptocurrency tipping slash payment thing for adult websites. So if you have like a cam girl site or a cam, cam boy yeah. site or a cam they, them site or whatever site, um, you can, you know, I guess you can tip. I don't know. I've genuinely never done that, but I guess you can tip the people. And so they were like, Oh, like this, a little closed, like Bitcoin wallet, like ecosystem is really good for, for that kind of thing, <laughs> which I sort of would happen to agree with. So, so, but then I'm like looking at their approach and I'm like, you guys are nuts though. They're building a whole player and then they're going to build a website and they're going to make a, they're going to make content. And I'm like, no, 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 no go to like Pornhub and X videos and all those sites and say, or like whatever, I guess those are static porn sites, not cam sites. So you are adult entertainment. Right. Sites, so you want the cam ones, but go out to all the big ones and sell it as like a secure, safe, like take care of your, uh, uh, what are, are they called? Cam, cam people, uh, by like protect, cam, cam, protecting cam them because people, it, yeah, cause it's like peeps. anonymous. It's like, it's way better than having to give a bank account or whatever. Like that's, that's chill. I like that idea. So I was like, oh, I'd almost invest in this if you guys weren't being morons and trying to build DivX again. Like, come on. I love DivX. No one needs to build a codec. Like, you don't need to build a codec to get your Bitcoin. Like, and then I, oh my God, all these people are thinking about all this stuff in wild ways because (laughs) the problem is actually blockchain and Bitcoin is potentially relevant to a few industries like that cam example um right but but they're but they're but it's they're actually all platform plays and because there's no solution providers out there exactly. all the platform people immediately ha- want to prove traction so they are trying to build the solutions too and in reality that almost never works because the people who think about building the platform are usually not good at bdc stuff and so they don't do a very good job of selling like the cam site or the right whatever like those markets have already have been penetrated by huge <laughs> by huge <laughs> no, i wasn't oh, even trying to be funny i wasn't <laughs> even trying to be funny i swear to god i promise <laughs> i promise you just, like, I, promise. Off guard. I swear i wasn't even trying to be funny oh, man. <sighs> they've already oh, been <laughs> saturated by companies that have been there forever you know porn is the original adult entertainment is the original yeah. thing on the internet so this is why just like registering pets.com in the 90s didn't make any sense because the idea and then IPOing it, the idea of pets.com was you can get all your pet food delivered everywhere. Well, that's actually a platform play, right? You have to build some infrastructure. Right. You have to build like you have to build Amazon, right? And so pets.com can exist now exactly. because Amazon exists. But all this ICO infrastructure and stuff isn't there yet. And it's not going to be there for quite some time. Right. I would imagine. And everybody's just that being said, it. you've got people like Fred Wilson who are very, 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 very powerful, rich, 
rich, rich, rich, rich, powerful men who are pouring shit tons of money into this thing to try and make it happen. And I mean, I guess that's sort of what happened in, in the like nineties and the dot com crash too. So I just, right. my like, dude, I saw in hacker news the other day, someone was like distributed peer to peer secure browser using toward onion, something, something, something uh, with, a, with a Chrome plugin. And I, and there's all these, and there's all these comments on hacker news. This is amazing. This is terrible. The technology is amazing. The technology is terrible. And I literally come like, who is this for? And some guy was like, anyone who wants to, and I'm like, yeah, but like, how's your nan going to figure out how to, you know, like, was she going to right. go on Hacker News? Like your, your 16 year old cousins on Hacker News being like, oh yeah, I got to get the anonymized Tor super browser <laughs> plugin from it. Yeah, get out of here. Like all this jerking off doesn't matter if real people can never use it and never benefit from it. Okay, I'm done my rant. Sorry. Right. Exactly. No, I mean, it's, it's super relevant. That's the thing. It's, it's insane right now i don't know i just i can't deal Oof, that was quite so, the rant facebook and russia that was this week did you did you pay attention to this? i am very i've been trying to follow what's going on but it's getting pretty complicated but i am really honestly I mean, super impressed wild. at how the russians did what they did it was masterfully done how so if you want to piss off a bunch of already pissed off people about heuristics and characteristics of humans all you have to do is serve them gloating blatant bizarre annoying adverts day in day out about those people that you are already not particularly chill about so for example if you are a conservative middle american traditional marriage supporting uh, same-sex marriage is the word of God supporting uh, Donald Trump needs to fix the economy because we have no no job supporting type person. And all of the adverts that you got on Facebook all day were sexy Bernie Sanders rainbow coloring book in shirtless um, muscle man. You're going to be like, F them, effing <laughs> FFs. Those Fs will never F. And it was millions of dollars on this, right? Like hundreds of millions of dollars on Facebook. And that, yeah. I mean, dude, basically. that's literally... The, the creating fake news stuff was the wrong way to do it. All they had to do was just put the polls into the other polls. Like, just con- just push the polarization buttons, right? So, take all the... NRA adverts and serve them to people in New York and San Francisco and take all of the um, LGTB and, uh, and uh, you know, women's rights adverts and serve them to middle America. What's going to happen? This. Yeah. So they stood in front of Congress this week. Amazing. Right? And basically they said... It's weird because they've started the week saying it was, I think, something... I'm sorry because I just don't have a computer handy, but I think it was 140 million people saw the ads. It was, like, about a decent chunk of America. Uh, And then it went up to 160 or so. But, you know, months ago they were saying, oh, well, you know, maybe it was a few thousand. So, it's this... Well, because you're doing doing wide washing. It's propaganda. It's effectively propaganda. So, you're doing wide washing. It's such an... it's, It's beautifully done because, look, dude... You've, have you used Facebook and Twitter ads? Have you like actually made campaigns? Yeah. They are the perfect tool for 
targeting people. Of course they are. That's what they're built for. You want to like, when I worked at DO, I remember when we had the, <laughs> this is really sad, but like, and this was a long time ago, but like we released the means, the mean stack <laughs> for like one click. And then, and yeah. then all I did is go on Twitter John Resig, Paul Irish, Max Ogden, Max Ogden, Michael Rogers, uh, San Francisco and New York between the ages of you know seventeen and thirty five, and run that run that advert, and it runs the advert on all those followers uh, timelines between that demographic and those places. So all you have right. to do is go That's take the easy. Bernie Sanders, you know, muscle man, rainbow, LGTB coloring book advert set your spend to five dollars per impression because let's face it they didn't care how much they were going to spend on this thing right they were just like (laughs) didn't matter and then and then put the range to everyone in middle like everyone in boise idaho everyone in charlotte north my favorite thing is that like one of the governors was like first of all this is unacceptable rah 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 and then she was like it was diane Diane franklin or what's his name um al Al franklin oh that was also good but my favorite thing about it was, oh, well, you're sal- you're telling us you couldn't figure out where it was coming from when it was coming from Moscow in rubles. No, that was Al Franklin. Yeah. And I'm like, what? He's like, you specialize in putting millions of data points together. Literally, that's what you say is your value proposition. You connect the world. And you can't do it putting millions of pieces of context together and creating these amazing connections and you're able to do all these amazing things and you couldn't figure out that people paying for political adverts in Ruples might be a problem, literally in Ruples. He, he was like, can you today please say that you will commit to not taking any political adverts in the North Korean one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I loved Diane Feinstein's quote uh, sorry, what she said. She said, it's much longer, but this is, uh, it was to close the second day, I think she said, we're not going away, gentlemen. This is a very big deal and you have a massive problem on your hands. And then I'm truncating a little bit here. You created these platforms. Now they're being misused. You have to be the ones who do something about it or we will right now. So I was like, oh shit. Well, it's not like there aren't broadcast regulations around this stuff. So, and at this point, Facebook and Twitter are basically uh, TV stations. It's late in the game. Okay. We want to keep this short today. So, there's something we really need to talk about. Do you want to talk about which one first? Do you want to talk about how bad the Pixel 2 is? Or do you want to talk about how amazing the iPhone X is? I want to talk about how bad the media around the Pixel 2 is. I want to talk about how how junky the Pixel is. Well, let's, let's talk about it for a minute. So... I think I talked like, when did we last talk? Two weeks ago, I think, about the Pixel 2 XL. I'm like, oh, this is a great phone. I ordered one. And then I think the first 50 or 100 units started shipping. And like, there's all these crazy news stories about how terrible the screen is. I mean, it was everywhere. It's like, oh, well, like the OLED screen is going blue and like, uh, it's got burning and stuff. (laughs) It's been an interesting few weeks. So I ended up like, very honestly, canceling my order because I have iPhone 7. So I was like, why do I like... I'm not spending all this money on something that may or may not work. I'll just reorder it later once I know if this is a thing or not. It's weird. So is it a thing or not? Well, that's what I can't tell because so basically I talked to Google about this as well. And yes, the initial batch had some issues. We'll say that. All of those news stories, though, based on A, review prototypes, which is insane, and B, like maybe 10 to 50 handsets from that first bunch it's completely died out now 
Google's giving three years of free warranty if you even get a hint of tint. Hint of tint. Um, I think it's ended up like Google hyped this so hard that it's ended up being one of those iPhone gate things. You remember like, oh, the iPhone bans, whatever. Like, I think that Google fucked up by saying like, yeah, this is our big phone. And the media tends to like, I, I, look, I worked in this business. Having a narrative is very handy if you if your whole business is driven on clicks. Um, and look, I'll, I'll see. I canceled my order and then like Google called me uh, this week and they're like, look, give it a try. Tell us, tell us if it's bad. Uh, we'll loan you one for a month. So I will report back. I think that I, I 100% say like OLED is really hard to make. I mean, if you look, Apple released yesterday a piece about the iPhone 6, uh, sorry, iPhone 6, iPhone 10 that was like, oh, well, OLED burning and color shifting is expected in these phones. Oh so my God, my iPhone X luck. color shifts like you wouldn't believe. Right. And Apple's stance on it is just like, well, it's just how it is. So <laughs> I mean- um, if you turn the phone around just like move it around and look and look at the whites it moves from the white the white being like like white. like um let's say like almost 7000 kelvin like really really warm yeah, yeah. to to being like to being like through it white into blue yeah and that's that's an oled thing that is an oled thing i i think but i think that's what happened here yeah i think that google it's, I think this is a byproduct of what's happening in tech media right now. I don't think anybody's doing research. All of those pieces were based off, oh, well, we found two phones with it. And so, you know, it's like that. And the piece that started it all, I think it was published on 9to5Google. They had one phone and they wrote it, you know? Yes, people came in the comments. But at the point that this phone, like the, the point that this was happening, only a few hundred phones had started shipping. I'm not saying that Google shouldn't have had better QA in that first batch, but it's also like their first rodeo. <laughs> you know, like tell me about your future phone oh. and I'll tell you about my Pixel when it comes next week. All right, here's the here's the John quick review of the iPhone X. You waited in line, right? I did. Just to be clear. How so long was, did you have to wait? Um, well, I'm not going to lie to this audience. I've been lying to everyone about how long I waited because I'm too embarrassed to say it. <laughs> hours. You were there in the middle of the night. It wasn't. Okay. So it wasn't hours. The whole process took many hours, I suppose. Yes. Um, so I was in Detroit for work meeting with a automotive manufacturer. So I wouldn't have done this if I was in New York, basically, because um, it would have been insane there. You lucked out on what you were. Yeah. So I and well, the other thing is, so here's the first part. I was staying downtown Detroit. There's no Apple stores in downtown Detroit. The nearest Apple store was a 35 minute Uber ride to basically Dearborn. Wow. So I went. I did that, and then I got to this mall, Twelve Oaks Mall, and. There's a security guy and he's like, oh, you're here for the <laughs> phone. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, up the escalator to the left. I'm like, okay. And I was like, is there anyone there yet? And he was like, yes. And I was like, oh. I was like, a lot, <laughs> a lot of people. And he's like, I don't know, guy, like quite a few people. And I was like, well, like how many were you he's, saying? It's I was, the middle of the night for him. I too. was almost like, well, this was, this was, uh, 6.30 AM. I was almost good because if he was going to be like, oh, there's a thousand people there, I was going to just not even bother going up. Um, but he was like, oh, it might be like a hundred, I think. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> quite a lot. So I got up there and there was like quite a few people there. I didn't actually realize this 
and I'm happy I didn't realize this, but there was actually a twisty line thing at the front front. Oh, wow. So that had like a lot of people in it that I hadn't realized. Uh, so you would have bailed if that. I, I, I might have. So, but it turned out, so I was the 83rd pe- person in line, he told me, because uh, what they did was wow. the store opened at eight o'clock. Um, specifically, I think it was the store usually opened at 10. So quite a few, uh, three hours early. Um, and so then, oh my God. It was the worst, Owen. I'm not going to lie. It was really shitty. Yeah. I did not have that fun. It feels terrible too, right? Like, I am here to spend money and I'm waiting. Well, in a and they money. messed it up so bad because they didn't. So they had probably, they'd probably asked like 10 people to come in early to work at the store. But what they didn't do is go through the line and say, who's just paying for the phone outright and wants to peace out and who's oh, doing on. activations. So, oh, come yeah, on. dude. Finally, I don't think I they said, should do in-store activation. I said, like, I finally got so angry. I went up to the guy and I was like, "Dude, if you split your people in half right now and did half just paying for the phone and leaving and half doing activations, this line would be cut exactly. in half in ten seconds. I swear it would be so much easier. It'd be over." He was like, "Oh, that's a good idea." And then they went and did it, and we were like moving. And I was like, "Jesus!" Yeah, so you wouldn't have you would have saved a lot more time. Holy cow! It was. I actually like. I was going. I was. I am not a patient person, and I was, like, bugging out in that sure. line. Anyway, was it worth Tell it? me about the iPhone. iPhone. 60-second review. It is definitely the best device I own. I mean, it is... That's cool. ...a great, great, great device. Um, I really love using it. It's my favorite thing to use. What, what do you love, and what do you hate? Okay, so I love that it feels like a computer, not a phone, it's it's mm-hmm. hard to describe how different it is to use it from the old iPhone. And when I put the old iPhone in my hand, it feels like a toy compared to this. Um, the right. screen, yeah, the screen is absolutely beautiful. Face ID is game changing. It is insanely good and useful because of the ambient awareness. Oh my god, Owen! It's just like I just don't even think about it anymore. It just works all the time. Everything works all the time. Apple Pay. It uses Face Except ID. Except when you light in bed. As well, right? I, or did you retrain it? I and retrained it, it and it works now. Oh, cool. I would say there is a once a day it doesn't work in some weird condition, which, and I'm like, sure. it's not going to work right now. And I'm like, no, I'm going to have to move the phone or move my face. Um, and it doesn't when I know it's not going to. But <laughs> at the, there's some great things. Like, there's just these subtle things. Like, if the phone. If I'm not looking at the phone, the the notifications don't show what's in the notifications. But if I'm looking at the phone, the notifications expand and it shows me what's inside of the notifications on on the on the lock screen. Interesting. Oh, it's like it only does it if I'm looking at the phone. And as soon as I look away from the phone or close my eyes, it's um gone. Um, the Very Apple cool. Pay is. I actually find the Apple Pay more difficult to use, but I've only used it once now. Sure, because it's like you have to go horizontal with it. Well. I can't figure out if I'm supposed to look at my face, then move it to the reader, or then I keep moving it and my face to the reader. So then I look really weird because I'm like trying to look at the reader, like move the. F- I just I haven't figured that out quite yet. So I'm gonna tr- I'll have to practice sure. that one. Um, it uses Face ID for almost all the passwords for everything, um, and that, and it works very well. And it just says it just a little box comes up on the screen and says we're scanning your face, and then it just. Is op- like things are just open all the time. Um, yeah, the only problem I have with that is if you don't use keychain, then you basically should. I'm, I'm a keychain right? pro, dude. I'm keychained up. I'm on yeah, iCloud so keychain. I'm on Wi-Fi. So keychain. I used to use it, 
And then Apple accidentally deleted them all once, couldn't recover them, so stopped using it. And that's why I'm like, oh, it's a bummer they don't have a thing underneath that you can swap out. Like, why do they give a shit where it comes from? Anyway, sorry, continue. Um, Okay, so the thing I hated in the beginning was, okay, so I can super understand people who do not have this phone complain about iOS 11. Because... Yeah, they've just stopped developing it, basically, for (laughs) old phones. Yeah, because, like, it's... Good luck. It's really, really. So I didn't. I didn't have iOS 11 until the X. Um, sure. So this was my just my first time using iOS 11. So my first like half day with it, I was just so furious at the phone all the time. Like I couldn't figure out how to do anything. Right. Nothing was working. Ugh, it was driving me nuts. But as I've learned how they've put it together and started to learn the gestures and the interactions. It is so fun to use. It's like a game. Yeah, yeah. The way you swipe. I mean, they're the beautiful. Phone, the animations. Well, and also just the way that you use the screen as a way to tell the phone, as a way to tell the operating system what to do, like switch applications sure, yeah. or bring me all the applications, rather than pushing a button. Oh, it's fan fantastic it really is so fun to use just like the swipe down for the control center from the top right of the phone is so great the home bar thing that they've built is really really amazing scrolling through apps i hope that you hide that life-changing it's so like i didn't i mean it's not life-changing but like it is (laughs) really fun to use i like really love using it the screen is fantastic the camera is fantastic the face id is fantastic like this is, you know, I said, I said, I think I was just going to buy one and give a completely biased review that this is going to be the best device I've ever used. <laughs> but I really did say that thinking this was going to be the best device I've ever used. And I really promise you no fanboyism as a device to, as a daily driver, if they can make a, sure. a, a like one, a slightly more powerful, like I slightly bigger iPad esque version of this, that's as good as my, um, laptop my laptop's gone for sure yeah and the question would be would they do it and we'll see if they do my laptop's gone like this screen this screen is like i can hardly even look at my retina screen when i look at my oled right well that kind of makes me laugh because it's like apple finally put a 4k screen on and it's like Oh, so everybody's realizing 4k is a thing i love it but the coolest thing is that because they filled I think, like, there's a lot of things with this phone uh, that are interesting, but the animations and the gestural UI, UI is something that should have happened. You know, it's... I mean, we don't need buttons anymore. Screens are very convenient for that. It's one less thing to break. It's, By it's very the way, you know when the consistency... And I figured... I just... I went and spent a half hour on this last night and figured it yeah. out. Do you know when the consistency of iOS started to go downhill? Consistency. When Johnny Ive took over, yes, when Fo- <laughs> Fo- Scott Forrestal left, yeah, because bring back Forrestal, bring back. Well, the soft, yeah, I would a hundred percent. I would, I would be behind that because the thing is, it's led by design and marketing now, and the soft. I think the software team doesn't get as much say over practical decisions anymore. Like, there's a lot of weird things even on the ten that I'm like, why didn't it, it seems. Face ID, from what I can tell, seems to be the where they focused uh, their efforts on that, and like it works really well, and that's really nice. But there's so many weird afterthoughts throughout the OS, like the bar at the bottom of the keyboard is bizarre. 
There's all this wasted space. Well, there. yeah, but the problem is on the iOS on iOS X, it's fantastic. The bar at the bottom. Well, no, I'm talking about on the iPhone X. Oh wait, 10. let me look at it. No, yeah, it makes That's a lot huge. of like it makes no. Why? But they duplicated th- two buttons there. There's an extra voice button. There's an extra emoji. Why didn't they turn it into something like the? Yeah, you know, I agree. On the, that, I'm I not saying not, I want the touch bar. Do not but. understand why there is double emoji there. But I will say this: when you're in, so there's only there's only one place. It's almost like it's actually only built for one thing, which makes me think that this thing will eventually become something in the whole phone. Um, if you are in iMessage, iMessage is the best experience yep. on this phone out of any of the apps. It's almost like the whole OS was built around That's iMessage. So, so if you're in iMessage, that little bar thing shows your apps. And I know you say who uses apps. I use apps all the time. My friends all use stickers. I use stickers all the time. Uh, I use yep. the, I use the, I have just started using like actually just since i got the x the um youtube app in imessage it's so to send someone a youtube video is awesome when someone sends you a youtube video it's the youtube player view when you click it it turns the youtube the imessage into the youtube player view it doesn't even load youtube it's just like or the youtube app it's in imessage it's so good and finally i'm done after this I really did think that an emoji was going to be stupid. I was like, this is the dumbest thing when I saw it. I was like, I can't yeah. believe they've done it. When you play with an emoji... I mean, it's like getting motion capture for your face, right? They weren't They weren't kidding when they said it's cool. Like, when you, when you see someone else using it, you're like, oh, that's so gimmicky. And then when you realize how much you can use your face to change its face in real time and so how, fast... How, yeah, how quickly it reacts. Uh, it is just... So my hope with Animoji is that Apple realizes they're onto something. And kills Snapchat. And doesn't... Well, yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, it kills Snapchat. But, like, th- it's very janky right now if you want to share it outside of iMessage, right? I-, I hope that they build it in a way that it would be cool if you could put them into other apps as well. Like, oh, well, you can just inject this into apps that Apple lets you do. Well, I would um, imagine, didn't they build a new image format? And I bet you, that, and doesn't their new image format part of live photos? So I'd imagine hi- that that's... H-E-I-F? Yeah, so I'd imagine Yeah, it that. doesn't use as much space. But what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't let you even spit out the movie until after you... Like, it would be cool if it was built into Apple's camera app as well. Well, I would imagine I the think. point is that, that that new file format or the file format that they are going to land on for this thing that obviously doesn't make sense to do it as MOVs, which is what I think they're sharing them out as right now. Well, they've got one. They've got one, but it's just not turned on yet. Yeah, it's not It's not widely, like, That's probably... the thing, is I think the software on this was just, like, they ran out of time. They built the coolest shit ever, and I think iOS 12 will be like, oh, well... Now we've started to experiment with what we can do with all of this, you know? Like, they've built the foundation. They've got the phone out. They've got some great demos of what it can oh, and do. I'm and not even kidding, buddy. There. I'll even buy you one. You Like, you should get an iPhone X. It oh, is- no, I'm not. Like, I'm 100% out. I have no interest in it. Like, I've read all the reviews, and I'm like, I don't want this phone. Really? Zero interest. You're- Zero interest. Not even not even an inkling. It's amazing. Not even an inkling. Um, no, I think, I think, like, for me those features the ambient awareness is what i'm interested in and i love what they've done there but everything else is zero interest i know you're saying that i swear i promise you if you use this phone for one week like no like i have used it and i have i know you know like like everyone who uses goes into a store like uses it for five minutes is like no but this is the thing john so those face id features are really nice and all of those things but 
the reason I'm re- leaving iOS is the rest of the OS does not get out of the way for my life. And I don't like unlock my phone and that's fine. I don't give a shit. The email apps are crap. iCloud is crap. Like all of those things are why I want to try something else. And so, look, I'm not saying that Google will ever be able to copy this thing, but I do think that there are other ways to do this as well. So we'll see what happens there. And that, But that's the thing. It's like, I'm not leaving because I don't like the phone. It's interesting. And I like what they're doing. But I do think that iOS is dying Riddle me this. as a piece of software. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. Do you think it would be possible for Apple to lock me out of one of my notes on my iPhone because their global uh, monitoring software read my document and determined that it was violating their TOS? <laughs> I did see that. And that was kind of a weird thing for Google, yes. But uh, look, I've got the other side of that where Apple- Wait a second. You can't just gloss over this like that. Here's the thing. No, hear, hear me out here. So Google scanned that document, locked somebody out scanned on a free account, hundreds, by the way. If you no. pay for Google, they don't do that. So whatever. But anyway, look, I've had the other side of that coin where somebody tried typing my password into Apple ID- and I lost it forever, and Apple doesn't have a support team. So it's like, uh, you know, I, I, this is years ago. Um, but, you know, like there's, I mean, there's a hundred sides to this. It's like, it's very apples and oranges. I love what Apple did with the 10. I love the hardware. I love the integration of Face ID. I just have zero interest in where iOS is going right now. So I'm going to try something else. And I'm 100% open to eating my hat when the X10, 2, 3, whatever they call it, is out next year. But at, a, at this point, I'm just not down to be part of a big hardware beta test. I can't wait basically. to wait in line for that one, too. Yeah. Well, w- maybe I'll wait with you next year. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how bad my pixel is. <laughs> what if I convinced Tim Cook to bring Scott back? Bring Scott back. Bring Scott. Okay. Yeah. No, maybe. I don't know. Like, I, we'll see. I, I, I actually do think that iOS 12 could be an interesting turning point. I think what they did this year with iOS 11 was like, we have a new phone and also we want to make the iPad good. And next year will be a maybe a turning point. Some of these buttons could do with some refinement. I mean, the more I look at the more, yeah, I mean, the more this I is like all them. small stuff. It's next gen. Like this is, this is them saying like, oh, well, we made this thing. Let's see how it goes. Um, and we'll iterate on it. The more you know? I look so, at them, the more I like them. Next week, I'll tell you if my Pixel 2 screen is shit or not. <laughs> and if I hate Android within like 10 minutes, because I am mildly nervous. Can I tell you, Owen, I'm really not being a fanboy. This really is a great device. Like, if anyone, if anyone, if anyone is like, is this worth $1,000? It is absolutely not worth $1,000, but it is 100% worth $1,000. Like, in the context of there are people dying in third world countries and we should be ashamed of ourselves genuinely for buying thousand dollar phones when like the world is the way it is and i think everyone should really genuinely have that attitude but allaying my allay my guilt for a, a second i don't deny that at all live and living in the first i mean it's just not <laughs> but here look john here's the position i'm in i have a seven the 10 is super interesting i'm gonna get I'm apple like, to give you a free one i can use a seven for another year f- wait for the kinks this I is know, like I'm gonna make you're gonna you, call Tim Cook, your buddy Tim Cook. You. That's why we talk about them so much. Send Let's him, send him a message, t- Tim C at Apple.com. But no, like here's the thing. Look, I'm happy to wait an extra year for this. Like I always tried to skip first gen, and this is like 0.5 gen, so I'm more than happy to wait. Um, like my phone works, you know, and I'm looking forward to living. I have nothing else to say. I, I have the year. best. 
I literally now own the best telephone in the world. It's really, it really is great. It just works. It just, it just works. If anyone poo-poos Face ID, let me tell you, it is... <laughs> it is revolutionary. Look at the dot projector video. Did you see that from The Verge? Yeah. Where they, like, filmed it in, uh, like, slow-mo in the dark? And it's Homie, like, this is insane. Anything that can read your pores to use them as a security, like, thing, that's like... Oh, I can't wait until And it's day one. This. That's the thing we keep forgetting here is it's day one. And, and someone on the Slack was saying, once it tr- once it works, like it's the same thing as Siri, right? Like once it works with you for a while and trains the neural network, it's going to get really good. No, I know. I know. But uh, you know what? I, wanna, I do want to say one more thing. Siri got better in iOS 11. I love it. But did you see how the HomePod works? No. It's kind of hilarious. It requires an iOS device to be within range or it just doesn't do anything. And it doesn't support multiple users. It's just like these small things that are really weird right now that they're doing. It's like we're releasing the speaker that lives in your shared home, requires a phone to work for for features beyond like the weather, basically. Um, and they assume that one person is using it. It's like these... like. Well, they like. I mean, it kind of makes sense for it not to be able to. They're not trying to they build built a like, speaker that assumes that everybody in your home uses iOS devices. No, that's not what they built. They built yes, it a is. speak. Yeah, no, they built a speaker. Good. Okay, so if I want to listen to my playlists at your house, how do I do that? Say we live together, and I don't use Apple Music. Yeah. How do I listen to a playlist from my account? You stream to the AirPod from your phone. Can't do it. Or the, yeah, you can. No, have to be signed in on your Apple ID to do that. From Spotify or whatever, you can just set Spotify the, uh, is not allowed to work with the HomePod. It's banned. <laughs> I cannot. I don't believe that, Owen. Seriously. So AirPlay 2 is behind uh, Apple ID right now. That's, the, that's what they've said. I hope they change it. Right. And you cannot do anything. You can AirPlay from right. Spotify, but you have to be on the same Apple ID. Well, what about if I want to AirPlay from SoundCloud? You can do that ah. if you're on the right Apple ID. Well, wait. So if you come into my it house... It authenticates your device to the AirPlay speaker using AirPlay. Oh, I see. So that you can't just Bluetooth to the... Yeah, I think because old AirPlay was super annoying where you could just send it. I assume there's a way to turn that off, but like... I don't know. I just don't like that. I think well... Th- Mm, it makes sense too because i don't want my neighbor sending stuff to my it's speaker. so insular you know like it sounds more secure it's insane like it only works with apple music I, what i don't like about the whole direction of this is apple is basically saying like if you don't use any of our products if you have a person in your house who doesn't use our products you cannot use this shared device at all good luck have fun no spotify no processing of your questions or anything properly until you switch to an iPhone, like. But why would you buy? Why would you buy that speaker if you don't have? Fem? No, but here's the thing. Say I live with, I have a kid, and I live with Fem. Say my kid listens on Spotify, Fem listens on Google Play, and I use Apple Music. If anybody okay. else in my home asks for music, they can't get it because they don't use services that are compatible. That is totally true. Do you know how many people in my house don't have an iPhone? Zero, because you live with one other person, and I don't know who he is. But here's the thing. This is just like the worst version of the future. Like, it's just so insular. It's it's not how a home should work. Well, wait, home, when has Apple not been insular? Many times. I mean... Always. No, SiriKit exists. I mean, all of these things have APIs, but like, this is neck level. I yeah. don't know. 
This came out this week. I didn't even want to talk about smart speakers today. Oh, there's actually one more thing I did want to add is I think the iPhone 10 shortages were like Apple's fake news. Yeah, there's definitely no shortage of iPhones. You can go. No, to like everybody I know who wanted one can get it. It's fine. I really think it's like the worst fake news thing of tech. I, or so the far. best fake news. If I was Apple, I'd yeah, put that out. True. True. It's like, boom, we shattered all your expectations. Uh, yeah. I was literally so scared that I wasn't going to get one that I waited in line at, because I thought I was going to have to wait until next year. I was like, oh God, they're only doing, they're only, I heard they're, they're only doing a hundred thousand right. for America. And so it, it helped with the hype in the end. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like literally had, I was like, if there's more than six people in this line, I'm not going to stand in line because there's yeah, no yeah. way that they got more than 10 phones given what's been going on in the press about how their supply chains all messed up. It kind of worked perfectly in their favor. Dude, they had phones all day at that I at that Apple yeah. store. You didn't exactly. even need to wait in line. Whereas the media was like, you won't be able to get anything. Good luck. It's great. It's great. It's great. I mean, Apple are masters. What great, wonderful press. Wonderful Maybe instead PR. of buying a phone this quarter, I'll just buy Apple shares so that every phone quarter is the same. You can guarantee that it will work. But hey. Okay. Oh, for, as you know how you were like, I'll just say this final thing on this. There wasn't the first hundred units or the first thousand units that went into the wild for Apple where there was errors with like, with hardware and stuff. Like, Oh, that's really truly... weird, though, because they came out with that article because they did have that problem. Like, people are returning them because no, of the screen. There is no, but there is no burn-in issue or anything no, like that. But... And yeah, it's acting like an OLED, but look, I saw some of the oh, Pixel phones. Man. I saw some of the Pixel phones. Their colors were definitely crazy. Okay, so the other Google mistake they made there, though, was they assumed people wanted, you know, this color profile that professional people oh, use my for screens. It's like, why yes. would you do such a thing? It's such an idiot. I, I know, I know. Okay, we're done. Rectangles, they're all the same. <laughs> Not really. Um, no, I'm really curious. Like, I want, I want to hear over the next couple of weeks how, like, you've used it for how many days so far? Maybe we can Jesus. do the iPhone 10 update. On, when did it come out? Every it's week. the fifth and it came out on the third. Friday. Yeah. So, okay. I want to hear like in the next couple of weeks how you find face idea over time. Most of all, like I'm so curious how it adapts. I don't know if you wear a scarf or anything, but. Well, I change my glasses all the time and it's totally fine. Go. And Yeah, because it's supposed to learn some, from that. Some of my beard gets wily and it doesn't care. And like, okay. I mean, it's only been Well, let's days, see but... though. Like it's been a few days. So like. Remind me to ask you if I don't next week, because I want to know like how it goes over time. Well, I'll just tell you if it gets junk or it gets yeah. better. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I will say also the 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 for your eyes only feature is just so sick. Like, oh, I do love that. I know. I like that's the coolest thing is you if you're not looking at it, it won't unlock your notifications. So cool. Hey, look, so elegant. This is the thing. Right, I'm like excited. I'm excited that people are excited. You know, like I don't hate this phone or anything. So that's the, that's the thing. Like I do like my iPhone Seven as well. So, well, I was true uh, to my word on this podcast. I said you I'm did, one the and I was true to my word so far too. I also did not buy it. <laughs> uh, all right, John, I have to go back a cake. If you want to see the weirdest thing in the whole entire world, don't Google this or YouTube this when your kids around. But um. Just YouTube how to bake a cake music video. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no, that's a great music video. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we should get back on the horse. We've agreed that we're doing a different day for recording. The weekends are better. So we apologize for not being good at this. But hey, we got good. We got a good rectangle chat out of it. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, John. Until next time. Uh, Love you, buddy. Yeah. Talk again soon. 
Bye. Bye. Bye, Biscus. Bye, Biscus.